Good evening, uh, Mr. Mlangeni, and thank you so much for chatting to us this evening. I know I'll keep it short and sharp and straight to the point so I can send you to bed at at least a decent time. I hope you're well. Yeah, good evening. I'll appreciate that, really. Great stuff. Uh, Keeping it short and and, uh, straight to the point. Yes, I mean it's it's as I was saying, it's it's tragic that now you are known as the last surviving Ravonia trialist. Um, I mean, you know, you've you've lost many comrades along the way. Of course, I think all of us were shaken when we lost uh, Tata Nelson Mandela, and of course, uh, soon after that, Amit Katrada. Uh, now we've lost yeah. Dennis Goldberg as well. I mean, many of your comrades are falling around you. <laughs> I'm I'm next to follow. Don't worry. <laughs> let's 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 hope that you give us a little more time. Uh, you know, a little more. Follow, I don't want to follow them, but uh, it's obvious. I mean, it's evident. It's clear. It's, 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 it's a known fact that uh, we must all die. Right. It's, it's very sad yeah. to think of it like that. I mean, obviously, the one thing that you all had in common was the, I mean, apart from your activism and uh, fighting against apartheid, was the fact that all of you were imprisoned after the Ravonia trial. I mean, did that strengthen the bond amongst you? Were you almost like brothers, uh, thinking back to what Amit Katrada said when uh, we lost Tata Nelson Mandela? Yeah. Now, what do you have me to say? I'm just saying, I'm asking you, your, your, the, the bond between you, I mean, yourself and Dennis Goldberg, for example, yourself and Amit Katrada, yourself and Nelson Mandela, how strong oh, was yes. that bond? Yes. Yeah, well, we are, we are bonded by the common ideas we have about freedom for people of South Africa. And that is what is keeping us together. Mm. The suffering of our people, especially black people in South Africa, the conditions under which we live, uh, you get to some areas in the rural areas, there's no water, the streets are not uh, paved, and uh, electricity is very poor. Even in the townships, you, you, you come across it's a settlement, a formal settlement. Conditions are horrible in there. Mm-hmm. Now, now, it's these conditions and our right to fight for the rights of the oppressed people that has kept us together. I that has bonded us, has bonded us, so to speak. I hear you there. So, Mr. Mlangeni, I mean, right now, uh, you know, we we obviously mourning the loss and and the passing of Dennis Goldberg this past week. When did you meet him? What type of a man was Dennis Goldberg? If you can just cast back your memory. Yeah. Well, very briefly, I did not know Dennis before before the the Rwandan trial. Mm. Uh, you know, the African National Congress, I've always said, was a huge organization mm. with uh, hundreds of thousands of members. And uh, it, it was not possible to know everybody, mm-hmm. not at all. Dennis was stationed in Cape Town or Western Cape, and I was stationed in Gauteng. 
And uh, the only time I can say when we ever met, if we did meet, was when there were conferences. But even then, I can't put my head on the block and say, yes, I did meet Dennis. <clears throat> As I say, I, I, I met him for, for the first time uh, in our case, if it was your time. Yeah. Uh, but he was already called up by the, the National High Command. Mm-hmm. Because police were hot on his on his back. And the special branch was very hot on his back. Mm. Uh, so he was then called to come up to Joburg to come and help the organization in doing some of the things which could not be done. Uh, in Cape Town. Yeah. So that's when I first met uh, Dennis, Comrade Dennis. Comrade Dennis was a very hard-working man. You know, his loss to the family uh, is also a very deep loss to the organization. And and to some of us who worked with him, we were in the case with the same case with him. We really, it is great loss. And yeah. No, it is. It is. And, and, you know, I... I want to convey at this stage, I want to convey once more my condolences to his family, mm. relatives, friends, and comrades. But the loss to yourselves it's also a loss to us, some of us. No, most certainly, mm-hmm. no, certainly uh, Mr. Mlangeni. What I just wanted to find out from you, I mean, is if you, you, you're looking back at your history, uh, the struggles that you came through with the likes of Dennis Goldberg, Amit Katrada, Nelson Mandela, yourself, um, you look at today where we are as, as a country. I mean, what are your words when you think about then and the sacrifices that yourselves had made at the time and where we find ourselves in 2020 uh, during a lockdown, a country that is struggling with a bad economy, um, uh, high levels of unemployment, and, of course, uh, that sad thing that we always talk about, corruption. What are you, some of your thoughts looking back at some of those sacrifices versus today? My, my heart... My heart is hurting. I feel like bleeding uh, when you ask me questions of that nature. Yeah. Uh, because people sacrifice their lives. Some of them died for this freedom that we are today enjoying. Mm. People have died. In fighting against apartheid, we we had blamed apartheid largely for all the mistakes that were happening in the country. But since our new democracy, I personally can no longer put the blame only on apartheid, uh, although it was the main cause of. The misery that people suffered, so many people suffered mm. in South Africa. But it is so sad. It was so sad. It is still very sad to see that 
people who we had trusted in the organization, people who we had confidence, in which we had confidence that they will lead the country truthfully, uh, with dignity, integrity, with everything. Mm. Were a great disappointment to most of all of us to find how deeply involved some of them were in corruption. A corruption which has led to the destruction of the economy of our country. Our country today is in what it is because of the corruption, uh, the stealing of money from the state mm, mm. by people in whom we had confidence. It, it's shocking. It, it's disappointing. My heart is like bleeding when I think of such things. Uh, no, it's very sad to hear, especially your voice saying that, that um, ultimately, you know, what you fought for versus what is happening in this stage. Um, it, it's just absolutely tragic. Mr. Mlangeni, I just wanted to ask you uh, before, you know, uh, as, as we wind down this conversation, uh, we have the, obviously, the Andrew Mlangeni Foundation. What is some of the work that you are doing at this particular stage uh, within the foundation? What do you hope to achieve? What is the legacy that you would like to leave behind? You know, this uh, foundation started on a very, very small scale. And uh, in 1995, I was already a member of parliament then. Mm. Uh, Every Christmas, uh, my wife used to bake some biscuits. and invite about 10 to 12 elderly people in our street in Dubai where I used to stay. And he stayed there in any case. And I invite them to come and have tea and coffee and biscuits at home. It started then. And then every year people started coming without being invited anyone. We know Mrs. Lagrin is going to give us some tea and coffee and some biscuits. And uh, the number grew from 10 to 15 to 20. And when I was a member of parliament and I could afford to buy a cow Mm. at this time and give the elderly people in my area uh, lunch and uh, some food parcels to take home. I was able to do that in 1997. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, 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 the demand for assistance uh, grew. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that I I did not only give them uh, food, but I then started to buy some blankets. Uh, and every time I stopped doing this, I was already giving blankets to 3,000 people a wow. year. Wow. 
3,000, very good quality uh, blankets. Mm. And uh, uh, when the foundation was formed, I think in 1980 or somewhere there, Uh uh, I think it was 1980 or somewhere there, the comrade uh, uh, thought uh, I I should uh, uh, leave that to the foundation to, to... to carry on. Mm. And they said, this will be the legacy you are living <laughs> uh, for us to carry on with when we are left uh, this planet. And it continued, but unfortunately, even here too, very unfortunately, uh, we, we did not have very honest people to lead the foundation. Mm-hmm. So it was never, never really a, a successful foundation. Even now, I, I don't have an office. I'm operating from the street. I have no office. You see, because and there are many people who want to help this organization, including Kassarada's foundation. But unfortunately, there are some people in there who are trustees who mm. they say, long as so and 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 of those people in all of our you know, foundation to continue. Mm. to serve the people and be helpful to others. No, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not going to be an easy thing mm. uh, because some people are co-founders of this foundation. But we have to hold the cow you know, by the horn and do what is correct, get rid of them and uh, go on with the work. Oh, people. I hear you. Mr. Mlangeni, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there for tonight, but really I appreciate your time this evening and thank you. And believe me, your legacy is, is so big. Um, this wasn't yeah. enough time. So if, if I get an opportunity to chat to you earlier, I will do so next time and then we can have a longer conversation. But thank you for the time that you gave us this evening. Okay, my friend. Thank you very much. All the best to you. Thank you so much. That was uh, Andrew Mokete Mlangeni, the last surviving Ravonia trialist. Imagine that, hey? That uh, in 2020, on the 3rd of May 2020, we would be saying that. Um, of course, uh, you know that Dennis Goldberg passed this past week and uh, just giving us some insight into what his thoughts are about where we are as a country at this point in time. Um, also reflecting back on those days and uh, uh, speaking highly of, of, of Dennis Goldberg, who we met at the at the trial. Um, can you imagine that? The two of you being co-accused, and that's the first time that you meet, um, not having met before that. And um, it just shows, you know, what, what times, what desperate times those were.